0: Oh, okay, Zuzu. All right,
1: you better. (laughs) Ashley's dog is like right up next to the microphone, snuggled up on her, and it's the funniest thing. Oh my gosh, she won't just lay down. Okay. So anyways, while Zuzu is making herself comfortable, uh, welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. I'm Kristen. And I'm Ashley.
0: And we are on volume 13. I know. I still feel a little hungover from
1: 12. So do I, especially because we only recorded the episode, what, four a, days ago? Yeah. We had to double up this week because now Ashley's going on a little vacation. Yes, I am. So we're recording episodes a little closer together, and so I still, yeah. I still am feeling the residual emotion so from 12. So am I. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's
0: such an emotional episode. So, I know. um, But our... We – I know we have, like, a couple things to deal with, as it were. Yes. Um, One of the things being a corrections corner. Do you Mm -hmm. want to start with
1: that, Kristen? Yes. So, from last episode, we – at the beginning, we're talking about when M is reveling over the fact that John is albatross, and he gave her that feather pen, and she says something to the effect of, oh, go figure. His last name is Divit, and Mm -hmm. he gave me a pen, and we – She said, like, how fitting. Yes, and she said, how fitting – and the information we had found on Google, which we know is not always the most reliable source, <laughs> had said it had Indian derivatives of meaning to the sky, which we associated with albatross. But actually, our friend Miriam, who if you don't follow Miriam, she's author Sun M on Twitter and she has yes. a YouTube channel and yep. she's awesome. She, she does is amazing episode summaries. She translates scenes super quickly after the live airing. So mm-hmm. follow her if you don't. Yeah. But for she real. actually sent us a message on Twitter. And said, hello again, I'm listening to episode 12 right now, and you girls were wondering about the Divit reference with the feather pen. And basically, Divit means a dip pen or an inkwell in Turkish, and that's why it was such a fitting gift yeah. that he gave her, which actually makes a lot more sense. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm very thankful that you told us that, Miriam. Yes, yeah, thank you, Miriam. And and
0: honestly, you guys feel free to correct us anytime something like that happens. Please. Because we
1: are... We're Definitely not Turkish. No, and we want to learn. <laughs> uh huh. And we will not be offended if anyone not needs all. to critique or correct anything we have said. Like we yeah. we want to learn and we want to be yep. better. So, thank you, Miriam. Yeah, thank you for that. So I think that was only correction. Okay. That we had to make.
0: Okay, um, and then right here, um, so our question of the week last week was, "What is your favorite song that has been featured in the show?" And we kind of opened it up to any episode up to the current which uh, 44 just aired yes. and um, we have had a lot of really good songs. So we had a lot of really good replies um, and Kristen actually shared hers, but we had to cut it from last week's episode. So we'll go ahead and insert it right here so you can hear the whole little story mm-hmm. because it's,
1: it's great. There, or do we have to answer next week? Oh, you can answer. Cause I already have an answer for that and it's, uh deck of cards by hmm. david boone we love it's him. an english-speaking mm-hmm. song that plays way way later like in episode 30 yeah um but i just i first of all i think we freaked out ashley and i were watching it here at her house and i freaked out we both did because it's like this is a song playing in english we understand the lyrics first of all and it really is a beautiful song and then we started like googling trying to figure out where it was coming from like where could we find it couldn't really find it but we did eventually find the artists um you found the artist yeah I'm gonna say no not we you were the leading force and we just followed behind like little lemmings I happened to find his Facebook page and I was like you know what I'm gonna message him like he's just some guy and like I think he's in Minnesota and I messaged him and just said Montana Montana thank you you're welcome and I said (laughs) You know, hi, I know this is very random. Basically just send him a message saying, I heard your song playing, but I can't find it anywhere. It's not on iTunes. It's not, you know, I'll gladly pay for it. But it's beautiful. I loved it. And just left it at that. Well, he ended up asking, where did you find it? And so I had to explain to him, this is going to sound really weird, but it was actually on a Turkish show. Mm -hmm. Explained to him all this stuff, you know, about how we came about to watch the show. And he's like, actually, it's a piece I wrote for Sony, basically for them to have in their catalog. So I'm guessing that's how... EK got their hands on it. Right. Um and he's like so it's not really anything that's been released before. It's not on any album and I said, "Oh man, that's, you know, such a bummer." I said, "Well, if it ever becomes that way, please let me know. I will gladly pay you for it." Um and I shared it in I even shared it in the big English speaking EK group like, "Hey, if anyone was curious about this song, I talked to this guy. I shared it with you guys in our little friends Facebook group and I posted it on Twitter." Well, EK Facebook page wound up sharing that, Mm -hmm. so this David, he the artist, he got a flood of likes and comments and traffic on his page, and he wound up releasing the song on Spotify and iTunes Mm -hmm. so that we could like actually have it in our libraries. So I just thought, yeah, so that's my favorite just because it was you were the leading force in in that one, play a hand in us being able to get our hands on that song. So that's my favorite one. Okay, so. And I wanted to now I wanted to read a couple of uh, your guys' responses because we got a lot on Twitter. You guys, oh yeah, all have a lot of favorite songs. Yeah, and we read every single one of them. So mm-hmm. if yours doesn't get read here, don't be upset.
0: <laughs> well, and it was nice too because it was kind of a because I looked up quite a few of them because mm-hmm. you forget what the songs are, right? So I looked some of them up and was like, oh yeah,
1: that's right, that, is a good that good moment. moment or that played during this, uh-huh. yeah. So a couple of them of course an overwhelming response from a lot of you was the song Amut, which is the song that plays during John's dream oh my when gosh. he and Sonam are married with the three so kids good. and also played on 45 uh-huh. when he finds um his engagement ring on Sonam's necklace
0: and doesn't it also play when they're watching the baby and they wake up Oh, I think you're right. I think it is. You it's know what? Just and such
1: a good nobody song. Nobody pointed that out on Twitter, but I think you're right. Yeah. So that's. I'm pretty sure. Also, the song's Lots called. Of great moments. The song's called "Amu." I I had the artist written down somewhere. I'm sorry, I don't have it on me, but it seems that it was an instrumental specifically for mm-hmm. Kenji Kush. So mm-hmm. it's like not on Spotify. I think it might be on Apple Music if you have Apple Music because they have the Erkenji Kush soundtrack. Oh, they do? Yes. Okay. And if you look it up on YouTube, there is a channel that does have it. So just look up Erkenji Kush and you should be Mm -hmm. able to find it. So a lot of you said that and I agree. Um, Somebody else said Alev Alev from episode 40, which is definitely, definitely a favorite. Oh, yeah. I think just because of... The hauntingly beautiful and painful yeah. scene that it accompanies. Yeah. So a lot of it's you a said top that contender for sure. Another one was I Tenley Kadin from. It's been played a few times, but it it did play in episode twenty seven, um, and I believe that's an a or a song. Oh, a Fook I'm pretty sure he sings that. Okay, I can't think of which what that one is right if, off. The top yeah, of my if head. we played it, you'd totally recognize okay. it. Um, I think it. Somebody said it first makes an appearance in volume eight. Oh, wow. it's one that you So we've for sure heard it. Yes, we've for sure heard it. Um, Of course, last week's song was a big contender. Yeah, I I do think
0: that's mine just because it's my favorite episode.
1: Uh That's my favorite scene of the episode. I just – I love that song (laughs) so much. So those were our top contenders. And then Nadia really likes – Nadia on Twitter really likes the song that – she says it plays – it's the iconic walkout in episode four and the start of five. So when they leave the party, mm. that song that plays. Mm-hmm. So – and I do agree. That's a very – that's a very good one. Yeah. So thank you guys, all of you who answered. We love hearing from you. Yeah. Um, it's fun to get to share your responses. So um, I think that's it for housekeeping.
0: Yeah. And- yeah. And honestly, we. I was just telling Kristen – how blown away I've been at the response to our questions of the week it's been really cool yeah. that you guys are participating and uh giving us your opinions so yeah we, we love the
1: feedback we love interacting with you guys talking with you so keep them coming yeah it's a lot of fun <laughs> all right so it's time for war it is <laughs> and
0: kristen has the summary so I go do. for it
1: kristen all right so volume 13 the uh hashtag for this week was i iray I'm gonna totally butcher this. I'm sorry. Iri kala miyorum, which means I can't stay apart. Mm. Which, ah, again, that's so good. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. those writers. I know. <laughs> I said whoever comes up with the hashtag each week, like, props to you guys.
0: Yeah. We've we've kind of made a game of mm-hmm. trying to guess what the hashtag will be for the the upcoming episodes. So maybe we'll take that to Twitter. Yeah. That would kind of be fun and that we would can be fun. ask people uh that can kind of be us with the current episodes. Mm-hmm. That's maybe we should do that. We should. We can have people guess what they think the hashtag will be for the upcoming episode. All right. Yeah. So if you guys have <laughs> guesses
1: for volume 46. Yeah. Oh, or actually, 45? It'll be nope, it'll be 47 because this episode will drop the day after 46 airs. So, oh, right, right, right. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. if you guys have guesses as to what the hashtag is going That's to be right. for volume 47, 47, tweet us. I was like,
0: Kristen, 46 has not aired yet. Uh-huh, but it will. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're just
1: recording yeah. so early. Right, right. Okay. All right, here we go. So, the summary for episode 13 is John and Son M are now at war. Eileen has had to share yet another campaign with Fikri Harika as her agency is still too small to handle large jobs. For this automotive campaign, Fikri Harika has decided to hold a contest on social media to find a good idea for the commercial. They get a lot of submissions, but only one is actually a good idea, and it comes from someone nicknamed Early Bird. Who is this mysterious Early Bird? I wonder. Meanwhile, Osman has a viewing party for his new commercial premiere, and everyone is so proud of him. To keep himself distracted from Layla, he thinks about pursuing more acting jobs. John and Son M clearly can't stand being apart from one another. But in a war like theirs, is there truly ever a winner?
0: Mm.
1: Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the way they're fighting. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: Whew, where to begin? Well, tell us about the opening scene. Well, I do. I still crack up at that scene. Especially now it's, that you get to
1: see it in its entirety and it's yes. not cut off. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's so funny. I just. <laughs> I think it's funny mostly because the idea of any human person not finding John attractive <laughs> is completely laughable. absurd. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's absurd and laughable. And so, Sanem, M, you know, being having her rebellious face Uh on and telling him
1: i don't find you attractive at all Uh is hilarious and of course he laughs and even he finds it funny because he's like oh yeah your organs weren't moving inside of your body and your heart wasn't exploding and you weren't shaking like all those things she had told him yeah
0: which obviously were the truth right because how could you not be utterly shook When confronted, I don't know with the glorious
1: magnificence of John Bay. I keep thinking about, like, what if I was standing less than a foot away from him, looking up at him? Okay, question Have you? (laughs) Answer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Now I'm curious.
0: Well, has that actually ever happened to you before? Like, where you're confronted with a man who is good looking enough to almost kind of shake you where where you not lose uh, sense of your faculties, right but but it throws you off It throws little? you off and you almost are kind of like a giggling mess sort of a or or you just don't know how to act has that
1: actually ever happened to you in real life i'm trying to think like i mean you know i think we've all been confronted with good looking men right or even like charming or mm-hmm. you know charismatic i don't know that i've ever really been rendered speechless like where i've like fumbled over my words yeah i mean when i've like had a crush and things like that on someone like right but that's just out of like a different kind of nervousness but not just because i'm so and a crush
0: is developed i mean you don't instantly have a crush on right i mean maybe some people do right but usually that's after time and you've gotten to know them and that kind of a thing
1: but i'm honestly yeah i don't i don't think that i have
0: Cause I think that's only happened to me one time in my life, uh-huh. and it was this weird thing. And I, it, it's, it's stuck with me because yeah. it threw me off. Well, especially you. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. I feel like that would have happened to me, right? Guys, I'm like the cold hearted one. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm not in real life, but I'm, I'm. But the Ashley's one. just not easily flustered by men by men yeah. yeah and i'm not flirty
1: right I'm like not ashley the kind was always of... the one to reel me in or yeah. like hey or you're like, being friendly but because ashley would know like i'm not actually trying to flirt i <laughs> right. just tended to be a more like gregarious and friendly person yeah which i'm not right. i'm more on the shy side right and so ashley and would takes usually a lot. be the one to like warn me like oh, okay reel it in a little he's gonna take that like well and Kristen has
0: him. these <laughs> dimples and and oh my gosh people cannot handle it people meet her and they're like oh look at those dimples it's it's hilarious and it is true and and because she's like friendly then they especially guys they're kind of like wow look at this pretty girl with dimples she's talking to me
1: and she's being friendly
0: with me and
1: i'm like leave me alone yes that is totally (laughs) actually so it's good because we balance each other out I can be friendly for her, and she can yeah. she can be more standoffish for me. I'm
0: super standoffish. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Okay, I'm not tr- trying to not be not better to, about
1: it. Not that you have to use names, but when was this? I
0: did not even know this man. That oh, was okay. that was
1: why it shook. I was yeah. shooketh because that's like, like a legit thing. Then like, it, that yes, his it, presence just okay, struck you. Let
0: me tell you. So I was, and I I'm like I've never brought it up to anybody, especially because this was only maybe two years ago okay so i'm a married woman and <laughs> and i adore my husband he's the best in the world and I, he i love him so much more than anything but i was walking through walmart mm-hmm. doing my shopping and for some reason they had in kind of their electronic center um i can't believe i'm just saying this on the freaking podcast
1: Oh, just call it. <laughs> Almost nobody we really know. I know.
0: To it. I know. And it, it was nothing. It's right. nothing. I'm just being honest. So in their like electronics section, mm-hmm. for some reason they had uh, a table from Directv. They must have had a deal with Directv, right? And there was a representative standing behind this table, uh-huh. trying to obviously get people to sign, sign up with up. Directv. Yeah. So it was this guy probably, I don't know, in his 20s, maybe Mm -hmm. 30s. And I'm walking with my cart. And he, he kind of was like, Hey, are you know, can I can I interest you in in talking about getting direct TV? Uh And he smiled at me. And there was just kind of this moment where I was like, Oh, my gosh, he's really good looking. And, and I just was kind of like, Oh, no, 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 thank you. And I smiled all awkwardly, and kind (laughs) of kept going. But it And it was – that was the only interaction between the two of us. But I was like, for some reason – Right. And I don't know that I would say he was the best-looking man I've ever seen in my life. Right. It just – But I was like, oh, he's really cute. And oh, my gosh. And then he smiled at me and I was kind of like, oh. I (laughs) – I I just felt – And it probably didn't even show on my face, right? But I felt like, oh, oh, hi, no, no, I'm, I'm okay, hi, Uh thank you, no, like, (laughs) let me escape now. Uh I got all nervous, and I kind of just ran away.
1: That's really funny, and
0: that might be the only time that's ever happened to me in my life. Yeah,
1: because I mean, you know, especially. We were both waitresses for the better part of a decade. Yeah. So we have... We interacted we with... We have interacted hundreds with... Hundreds of people. Yes. Thousands yeah. upon thousands of people. Yeah. So there have been plenty of times there have been, you know, good-looking guys that Absolutely. sit at our tables or whatever that you can acknowledge and go like, oh, he's good-looking. Yeah. But yeah. But for that to... To be like struck by it... Yeah. Even for just a few seconds it to catch was, you off guard is rare. And, and I think that's
0: why... I've never forgotten it, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, "Oh my gosh, what what happened to me? Yeah,
1: like, why did I have that reaction to that man? It's so funny. <laughs> so, but that's how we feel about John, and he's on a screen, exactly thousands of miles away. So to
0: think about that, I don't think I would be able to handle it.
1: Yeah, I probably literally would be like i'd probably be like giggling every other word oh my gosh or I or i even, would just freeze up i would yeah or just freeze like and or uh, and
0: i uh, and knowing uh. myself i would probably run <laughs> you, honestly you probably would. which is funny because in a situation if if you know a friend of mm-hmm. you talk about fight or flight yeah you have the fight i for sure have the fight mm-hmm. but in a situation
1: like that i think i would flee <laughs> <laughs> i know it's yeah that's a hard one because as much as you wouldn't want to, yeah. but even when I think like there have been times I've seen, you know, celebrities or a famous person or even yeah. like we've served them and half the time I don't even have the guts to go up and like- Me either. Say hi to them. Me either. So yeah, you're probably right. I don't know if I would full on flee, but I'd probably right. just watch from afar and yeah. by the time I built up the courage to do anything, yep. he'd be like- He'd be gone. Long gone. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But
0: yeah. The people who have the guts to walk up to celebrities and just introduce themselves or say hi- right. I'm like, wow, congratulations to you because I I cannot do that.
1: Sometimes, though, it's not even that I'm nervous because I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're famous and beautiful or whatever. Because it doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl. I think sometimes I think to myself... How many times does this happen to them? Exactly. And you don't I want just, to bug them. I don't want to bug them. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm like, I'm probably never going to see them again or get yeah. the chance to take a picture or whatever. But yep. like, how often do they get asked this? And I totally get that. Yeah. 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 So anyways, now that anyways, we've gone on sidebar. our celebrity yeah. sidebar tangent. Yeah. <laughs> and true, confesh- true confessions uh-huh. with Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So all that to be said, we don't know how Sanem's not melting into a puddle on these rocks. Absolutely. As he's laughing at her and basically saying, oh, you don't find me attractive. You didn't say this. And I love when he goes to grab her face like, okay, let's see how much you don't find me attractive. (laughs) Let's test it out, Sanem. Uh (laughs) And she's like, no, no. Um, Yeah. So they're in a war. They Mm -hmm. declare war. Um, I do like when he does say to her, though, because this happens in the opening scene, not the close – this – episode 12 ends before he says this but in 13 he says when he calms down a little bit and he's like listen take a deep breath and listen to your heart mm. you're by a, by a, by a in love with me yeah and basically sanem denies it like the little liar that she yeah. is and yeah he says okay you'll realize it one way or another you will realize this and maybe i won't be here uh-huh and it's like well i mean yeah those are fighting words but they're also true. They like are how true. long is he supposed? He's already waited for you. Well, and it's hard too though, because
0: you can understand where she's coming from. Right. He doesn't know where She she's has coming. lied to him. Right. Right. So obviously it makes sense that he's upset and irritated at right. what's wrong with this girl? Clearly
1: she's in love with me. I've already admitted that I'm in love with her, so uh uh-huh. like it's not like she has to worry that this is one sided. Yeah. So what is the holdup? Yep. hmm Yeah. So then we have um sonem
0: in a tree with your favorite man yes there was a lot of osman in this episode and he was in he is my favorite in blue he does look there good in blue. He his eyes pop good in
1: blue his darker hair just yeah those dark curls just look his great. curls mm-hmm. they
0: everything about him i just love him so much I he's know. my favorite i know i can't resist him um yeah so she's in a tree because she's crazy <laughs> and even osman is like what? what's wrong with you can you please come down uh-huh. i think doesn't he even say to her you and john are literally crazy
1: yeah <laughs> he's like he's like you guys are both crazy because she's just going on like well he said this and now i know he loves me but i can't tell you know she's rehashing everything yes and he's basically like listen i've heard all this before you've said all this to me you still go you still go back to him you yep. still this and he's like and now you're at war weren't you didn't you just declare war on poland two days ago like yeah i can't even keep track of who you're at war with now <laughs> osman's like can i please be the voice of reason yes. in all this insanity when he says finally and he says look i get fighting for love but i don't understand lovers fighting each other you're both crazy yep and it's like clap applause. amen amen osman. hallelujah mm-hmm. osman yeah he is absolutely right, and then she basically resigns herself and says, "Well, if I stay away long enough, he'll get over me, but I won't forget him until I die." And right. Like, so you can tell, as goofy as it is, like she's in turmoil. Yes. Yeah. Because she she would just rather hurt him this way mm-hmm. because she knows it's going to hurt worse if and when he finds out about truth. everything else. Yeah. And so again, even though you're like, "Oh, Sanam, you're being so dumb," but also at the same time, you're like. You're so willing to be miserable to try to save him from some from more hurt. From hurt,
0: yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Which shows how much she loves him uh-huh. also.
0: Yeah. Um, and then she calls John uh-huh, for I, clarification, right? Yes, uh-huh. about the war. Uh-huh. She's like, I don't even know what kind of war we're fighting. Is yes. this a cold war? Is it <laughs> is this an all out war? Uh-huh. What is this? And I love that he's she calls him John Bay mm-hmm. and he says, at least call me John. At least let's keep this little progress that we made. Right. And he's, you know, reigning in his irritation. Right. Basically, I think. don't call
1: me John Bay when it's just us talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I I thought that was pretty funny. I I'd love to in that phone call. This is the only thing I wrote about it. Cause basically she's asking all these questions about their war. And he says, Listen, you will find your answers in every look I've already given you, mm-hmm. in the words I've already spoken. And he's not wrong. No, he's not. Yep she and just we know she's naive but just think about it son right yeah and he's like otherwise don't call me again and like yeah. hangs up on her yeah i mean it's war so uh-huh. he, yeah he's got to do what he's got to do uh-huh
0: I also, and okay. go ahead i also wrote akif is back that's like, what i was i love
1: him so much
0: yes i put akif uh
1: trying to talk sense into john yes i wrote i all i wrote was tell him akif because well, he's basically like He's ticked off. Yep. He's right, like, what are you so. doing,
0: you dummy? Uh-huh. You're not going to have any friends left. Right. You're going to drop this childhood mm-hmm. friend that you've had for your entire life, basically. Right. Because he over basically says it's stupid like this. always
1: been the three of us. Mm-hmm. And you've not only cut him out of your professional life, you're cutting him out of your personal mm-hmm. life. Like, basically kind of says the same thing Metin did right you yeah. know and is just reiterating it and it's like yes you're such a good friend to like even though he might get pissed off at you and flip out on you for saying this yeah you're telling him what he needs to hear not that john listens to it right because john's so set in his principled ways
0: well and again you know we kind of t- we talked about this last week i can i can kind of understand mm-hmm. why he would be so hurt because
1: being his it, childhood friend being he knows all the history with
0: mom exactly yeah. maybe metin should know better than anyone um but at the same time, it's kind of like, come on, John. Where's where's the grace? Yeah, there's like, like have a little bit
1: of grace for your little, friend. Just a little bit. Like believe the best about this man you've known your entire life. Right. Like if you took a second to think about it, like you're asking Sonam to do. Mm-hmm. If you just took a second to think about it, would he really ever intentionally do something like this? Right. To hurt or deceive you. Right. No, he would not. Yeah.
0: If we're gonna if we're gonna break it down to intentions. Mm-hmm. Then Metin's intention was good. He was trying right. to protect his friend from something that he knew would bother and hurt him. Right. So, yep. yeah, I don't know. It's that kind of stuff is so hard because I know. you see both sides of it, but at the same time, you're like, okay, but aren't you
1: kind of just being unreasonable with and this? And a teeny tiny bit hypocritical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what? We cut over to the agency. JJ's trying to teach Duran to smile. Which that was, was a really just good moment. A really funny moment. Yeah. Um, this
0: episode uh-huh. has what's probably my favorite funny moment of the entire series and we'll I, get are, to it. Yeah. We'll yeah. get to it. it I'm sure probably, everybody knows. Uh-huh. I'm
1: sure it's everybody I'm sure everybody will agree. It has to be everybody's funniest moment of this episode for sure. If not one of the funniest Possibly. moments in the whole series. Oh yeah. It's gold. It is pure gold. Pure gold. Oh, we'll get there. Um, I also like that Ihan and Sanem have a little talk, basically, you know, Sanem's just confiding in her, like, I now believe that John loves me when I thought it was impossible before, Right, but Ihan gently reminds her that their love was basically impossible from the start because it's, everything started on lies and deceit, Yeah, and you gotta love Ihan. She's going through her own stuff, and she's, like, struggling with her stuff with JJ, but she's, like, still there for her friend, Mm -hmm. and she's such a good balance of... Telling her what she needs to hear when she needs to hear it.
0: Yeah. But also
1: supporting her in whatever decision she makes.
0: Her and Osman. Yeah. It's. Rewatching has made me really realize what good friends osman and ihan yeah, are to sanem they really are yeah they have such a close bond
1: and i just love we get more this episode too of osman with niha and Mevkibey. like I their know. relationship is just so tender and so sweet yeah and they love him they love him. i love that they
0: called him stunner osman
1: yeah for the for <laughs> his, his commercial, commercial. So, so cute sweet. Um, so we go back to John and Akeef. This is kind of a funny moment. With the parallel conversation. With the parallel conversation. Uh-huh. Well, and just John even confiding and confessing. Yeah. To Akee. To like, Akeef how, how in much love he is. Uh-huh. How yeah. in love he is. And like, Akeep is like, whoa. Keith <laughs> has known him his whole life. So he's clearly never heard him speak like this about anyone. Uh-huh. So it's kind of a big deal, I think, that John's saying it out loud mm-hmm. to someone else. And I love, you know, he says he's by by in love. Mm-hmm. But she's a crazy girl who constantly runs away. But I love when he tells Akif she could run off to Anatolia, Anatolia? with that yeah. weird guy Muzafer from her neighborhood, and I would still <laughs> follow her there. And that's when Akif's like, "Whoa, you're doomed, bro." <laughs> so I don't know how Does far even that say. That I feel like this episode, at least for our <laughs> translation,
0: they used the word "dude" a lot, which <laughs> <laughs> is so. I don't know why it's so funny to me, It is but funny. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can picture these Turkish men saying,
1: "Dude." So yeah, if any of you, what is what is the Turkish equivalent of "dude"? Is I that think they a- probably just say "abi,", Abi. yeah, okay. but, maybe, but they're, maybe they're just translating it, yeah, as the more of a slang, right. for dude <laughs> instead of brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love that so i'm not sure exactly how far away anatolia is but i'm guessing it's far from where they are if yeah he's saying, like if he's using that as a reference is to how far yeah. he'd chase her
0: <laughs> yeah yeah and akif tells him you're doomed uh-huh. and then john says all that so this is where we get the like parallel conversation which yes. i do like okay good talk about it so john says all this time i've done my best to make her understand my love towards her but she just doesn't and then it flips to son and she says, I don't understand his love. Or maybe I didn't believe he would. Mm-hmm. Now, that translation was interesting to me because mm-hmm. I thought, is she saying, maybe I didn't believe he would love me?
1: That's what I thought. Okay. That's okay. how I took it. Is okay. that she didn't believe it was, not only does she not understand his love, she didn't even think, think it was possible. Was possible okay. That there okay. would even be a love to understand.
0: That makes sense. So John says, but she can't stay away anymore. I won't let her. And Sanam says, I won't get close to him anymore. I won't let him. Uh-huh. And then John says, she'll realize that she loves me, all full of confidence. And Sanam says, he'll never realize that I love him. <laughs> then back to John, until she comes to me, let the war begin. Yep. And then Sanam says, until
1: he forgets me, let the war be. <laughs> I like when we have those parallel moments of yeah. thoughts and things. We, yep. get those, we get those a few times mm-hmm. in different episodes. Um. I'm trying to remember what happened here because all I wrote next was Eileen and Emery can take a long walk off of a short cliff. Yeah, they're just plotting. They're just plotting. I didn't even take notes on them half the time. I think that's really one of the only things I wrote. I mean, I know basically Eileen's trying to figure out how she can – you know, wrap her little fingers around Sunem to keep her quiet.
0: And she's trying to work her way back into the car company advertising to, yes. to be part of that because she so has she a, had to hand, a friend. And
1: she had to hand it over to Fikri Haruka, which yeah. we talked about in the So summary. she
0: was my stabbiest for yeah. for sure for Sh- this episode. Shocking. Yeah, what a surprise. Because of more plotting mm-hmm. and and how she wormed her way into getting Sun as her well, first of all, she wormed her way into getting an office at Frickery Hard for the next month. Because she's going to be months. a consultant
1: now for the, a couple months while they're working on that car ad that she gave them.
0: Yeah. And then she says, well, can I have Sanem as my assistant?
1: Blah.
0: And they say yes, which
1: is very irksome. I know, because he said no at first, but then now that she's going to have an office. Because she wanted her to come to her, her office. right. But now yeah. she's having an office there, he's like, well, sure, Sanem's brilliant and talented. Like, she can help you out. Yeah. Whatever. Jeez. Um, let's see. Then we go back we're back in the Mahal at Ihan and Osman's house in their garden. Which and is funny. I was like, why are they working here? I know. I know. But it's it, it's the weekend, isn't it? It is the weekend. Okay. Um I also felt like is this the longest day ever? Yeah, because you know what's funny <laughs> is lately in the more recent episodes, I feel like we have so many outfit changes that I'm yeah. like, geez, we're like going days and days and days. But Son in that same like red dress yeah. and flannel shirt well they have the whole morning at john's house
0: and then they leave and they have the the issue with the rocks uh-huh. and then she's back here but with they're them all at the same Osmond. outfits still. they're all still in the same outfits and they don't change for a good another i don't know half an hour yeah. of the episode so dizzy time i don't know how that
1: works but <laughs> yeah.
0: i don't think there's 24 hours i think it depends i know well and it's funny because yeah two and, <laughs> sometimes and a half hours maybe it's a
1: 12 hour day sometimes right. it's a 48 hour day two two and a half hours can be a matter of just half a day or it can be a matter of three days yeah so but at some point they're in the backyard uh-huh at IHON's. and they're jj stressed because he's like nobody's submitting these ad ideas and mm-hmm. ihan's like well that's weird because people are posting on social media about it like how are you not getting any of these submissions they figure out i think sun M figures out jj put his personal email address on there and yeah of his instead work of the one. company yeah so now they're flooding through all these ideas yeah and so then they take them all back to john bay's house right again longest day ever longest day ever <laughs> M at first refuses to go but it's like uh, yeah no you have to work sorry this is your job yeah. you have to go so the group gets there John greets everyone
0: they except all, for her
1: except for Sanem. they all walk in and when it's San- M's the only one left in the doorway he just turns around and walks <laughs> away and I love it so much it's so <laughs> smug it's so but I love it and she's shocked and she's shocked she is shocked <laughs> Um so then
0: we they switch back to the watch party, mm-hmm. which is just adorable. Because it's
1: only like 30 seconds long, but they all like gather in the I neighborhood know. and pull and plug in a TV outside so they can all watch Osman drink the juice. And I was so proud
0: of Sweet Baby Angel this episode yeah. because he is taking all this praise and attention and he It's not he, getting to his head. First, first of, all. of all, it's not getting to his head, and also he is distancing himself from Layla. Right. For his own heart. Yes. He's not being rude to her. No. But he's being a little being more a little cold. A mm-hmm. And, like, Ihan comments on it. Yeah. Um, But I kind of felt like, yes, yes, sweet angel, baby, uh-huh. be strong. Yep. And, like, you can move
1: on. You can get over this. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be okay. Well, and I think what frustrated me about it even more is later in the episode – you know i'm mm. sure we'll get we'll get into that in more detail but we find out Layla, Layla is known. completely aware uh-huh. of his feelings for her yeah so now the fact that she's like oh osman you did so great oh that like and she's like fawning over him bothers me so much because it's like you before we could b- basically be like okay you're ignorant to it because you guys have been friends for so right. long." That, maybe she doesn't know but you know you've known and what now that he's not like at you know worshiping the ground you walk on what do you miss that even though you also clearly said you just can't feel that way for him right so it kind of it kind of irks me yeah and
0: i i and i see that and honestly my you know the first time around in the series it Mm -hmm. really irked me right and i think now upon the rewatch i think that my opinions on Layla have kind of changed a little bit mm-hmm. and it doesn't irk me quite as much mostly because she's still very clearly in love with Emre. right and she admits that to M in right. this episode too and I guess I kind of can see it almost now watching this episode her actions almost seemed more like hey that's my buddy I'm really proud of him mm-hmm. let me tell him how proud I am okay and maybe the reaction that she got from him wasn't what she was expecting because that's what she's always gotten. Right. He's always been over the moon Even to talk to and- her, mm-hmm. to see her, to get any kind of attention from her. So maybe that's kind of a shock. Um But I, I guess I'm feeling a little more gracious to Layla okay. these days. All right.
1: Um Yeah, which kind of surprises me. It's really interesting because I feel like you would be more. Be I know. Like I'm being more you about this. Yeah, and you're I know. Being more me about this. I know. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Yeah. But either way, Osman is the best. Yes.
1: So then we are back at John's house. Yeah. More work montages. Right. More clapping for breakups. Yeah. Clapping for breakups. (laughs) John's kind of off and a little grumpy, which everyone just writes off as Uh the breakup. He goes into the kitchen to make coffee and Sanem's like, well, I'm the errands, girl. I can't look lazy. I better go in there and help him.
0: Yeah, right, M. We it, know that's why you want to go uh-huh. after him.
1: And she walks in and she just looks at him and says, so this is war? Because basically she's like, you know, you don't look at me. You're not yeah, saying anything to me. You're not, you don't acknowledge me. And he very slowly and deliberately turns around mm-hmm. and looks at her and is basically like, is this any better? Is there anything you want to say? Yeah. And she doesn't have anything she wants to say to him. Yeah. And he's like, all right, basically, like, I'm walking out of here. And so he yeah. does. But she calls after him and she's like, John, John. Well, JJ's walking in at that yeah. moment. And he overhears. And he here. He's like, why are you calling? And he's like, your boss, Son John. M. I heard you call him John. Yeah. You're yeah. Not calling him John. Where are you thinking? Who do you think you are? Which, yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Is, that's a good question. A good reaction to yeah. have. Why aren't you being respectful to your boss in the way that you're supposed to be? So what happens next, Ashley? So Sonam spills. She spills everything to JJ in super a fast. Well, uh-huh. and at first he's like, "Tell me what's going on." And she's like, "Do you want to know a secret?" And, yeah, <laughs> and that's the magical JJ word. Regrets everything. Uh-huh. And you can see it on his face. All I think of is Joe Blue
1: saying, "I've made a huge mistake." Uh-huh. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, and then JJ she's just like instantly albatross. <laughs> she's. I mean, it's a super fast monologue. Uh-huh. She tells everything, and then he
0: freezes and. You can see (laughs) his mind reeling and Uh him absolutely flipping out on the outside. Like processing everything. Uh-huh. He looks – he kind of goes catatonic for a second. And Tanem is like – jj uh-huh. uh jj and then the best ep- the best scene in the entire
1: series the funniest <laughs> scene in the entire series is his freak out well because then he <laughs> he starts screaming out of being super <laughs> quiet so it scares the daylights out of M. she like jumps back
0: yes she screams she screams <laughs> and then he
1: runs and the entirety of everybody's the backyard just watching him because he's screaming and running <laughs> And he like runs into the bushes, and then he runs through the trees, grabs Shoving weeds, leaves in his mouth, putting <laughs> leaves in his mouth,
0: runs over to the pool, and everybody's just frozen, <laughs> watching him in utter horror. He's like in this manic episode, <laughs> and he just the pool jumps in the water, and he, um, now that he's under the water, he can he can let scream. it all out, <laughs> so he's screaming, "John is albatross, albatross is John."
1: <laughs> oh my <man>. god. <laughs> i could watch that over and over it's if you want to watch it it starts at about the 33 minute mark like a a few seconds before so start just before the 33 minute mark and get your dose of hilarity it is there and this show is one of the most memeable shows in the world with
0: how much they emote on their faces right i think
1: it's what makes it so easy to watch without subtitles absolutely and then something like this this moment (laughs) And really think about that because when we're watching it, it is a completely believable, ridiculous, manic panic attack. Yeah, you don't need to know Turkish to know what no. the heck is going on right there. But the other thing is too, it's acting. Like the fact that uh huh, is so easily able to do that, like in a believable way. Can you imagine it, how fun that would be right? to, to do that as as JJ? But then
0: I, I want to know how hard it was for them to keep straight faces how many takes did it take or if they had to <laughs> you're mostly seeing him and right part of me was thinking they Is probably everyone else do that on purpose it? yes because uh-huh. they're probably having the hardest time not just
1: dying right because they have to just be standing there in shock yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man anyways all that to say, it calms down a little bit and basically Duran's like, why don't we just send everyone home? It's been crazy. You and I can handle the rest of this to John. Well, and it's because they realize that it's John who's making him freak out.
0: Right. And then every time John looks at him, he JJ starts to faint. Starts to pass out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they send JJ home at first, but then that's when Duran's like, just send everybody home. It's been a day. Let's just yeah. handle this ourselves. So that's what happens. Oh. Of course, M's hanging back a little bit. Everyone yeah. else has left. And she's like, hey – I can read and memorize all these things for you with my <laughs> photographic memory, like. And John, do you guys want my help? And John doesn't even look at her. He's like, "You can go home. We don't need your photographic memory." And I'm like, "Oh!" But part of me too is like, I get it though. He's got to stand firm. Yeah. And because she clearly thinks that she can still affect him. Yeah. Which we know she can. Right. But he can't let her see that. Right. Um. And then I actually like that Duran asks yes. her about her memory here. Do you have that? Well, I didn't do all
0: of it. all All that I really wrote was Duran asking her. Um, I was thinking about your photographic memory, and isn't that hard for you? Right, isn't like, that what's that like? Like, What's that like? Isn't it hard? Don't because you remember everything, right? And, and she she kind of repeats herself a few times, and the flash. Then we have a bunch of flashbacks of in, John and Sunem moments in her mind. Yeah, and then she basically answers, "Yes." It. it is hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and then I thought
1: it was funny that Doren's like, "Oh, so that's why you are the way that you are." <laughs> yes, because she says it is hard, really hard sometimes. I record everything I see, and then it just floats in my brain nonstop. Yeah, I try to push the thoughts away, but they come back. So yes, it drives me crazy. And yeah. Doren's like, "I think I understand you a little better yeah. now." And Sonam's like, oh yeah,
0: yeah. That's why I am the way that I am. Uh-huh. Like, and she's like, all right, <laughs> see you guys later. And then
1: she fakes, she fakes mazes to see if John will say, "Bless him. you." <laughs> and nobody says anything. And I, I don't think I had caught this the first time I watched it. She said, <laughs> Thanks, "Thanks for caring." For caring. <laughs> oh it's my like, gosh, she's such, <laughs> such a little petulant, passive-aggressive uh-huh. thing to do oh i love it oh man it's, oh man it's just too good oh my gosh um ooh, yeah because it's like it's really not that funny of a moment but it's funny it is funny it is funny i think it's funny because that is such a level of petty that it really wonderful. and passive aggressive oh yeah uh-huh. oh yeah
0: thanks for caring
1: <laughs> so she leaves because yeah. they've made it clear they don't need her. Uh-huh. And um, then they pick a winner. They do pick a winner. But before that happens, they're oh, back at Osman's Osman. house. And, like, Ihan yeah. asks him about love and... They just have a very tender brother-sister moment. It's a really
0: good moment. It's very she sweet. she asks him, you know, what did it feel like when you knew you were in love with Layla? Yeah.
1: And um, he I, – I didn't write any of the I didn't write what he wrote down. But he just basically gives it like, you know, you think about them in the most random times. Like, yeah. you realize you want to be around them. It's a very sweet answer. Mm-hmm. All that to be said, they have a very sweet hug. And Osman basically is like, yeah, I saw J.J. – is interested in you. And if he hurts you, like you're my sister, I will break him. If he
0: hurts you, I'll hurt him as well. Let me know. Yes.
1: Being, being all protective and older brother. Yes. So So, sweet. It's just a quick little thing, but I wanted to mention it because it's just such a sweet moment and just another notch under the pro side for why we love Osman so much. Yep, it's true. So, anyways, you were saying they end up picking a submission.
0: Yep, and it's early bird. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. I wonder who possibly could have submitted that one. Yeah, who submitted that uh, <laughs> scenario? <laughs> um, and I did really like this. So, back at home, um, Mev Kabe and nihat and Layla are eating in the garden, and Sanem has locked herself in her room because mm-hmm. she's upset. But there, Layla was supposed to talk to Sanam right about the whole John Bay situation
1: because they basically suspect she has a crush on him as a n- young naive girl yes. crushing on her
0: boss, and they're like, "There's no way that he could possibly like her." Right. Which Little come on, guys, know. have some faith in your daughter, thanks. But Layla sticks up for her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What do you? What do you mean that's not possible for John Bay? For a guy like that to love her? Obviously, they're her motives are because she's in love with Emory. Right. I was just gonna
1: say, well, she's again me not being the Layla sympathist this episode. I'm like, well she's saying that for her own benefit because right. she finds it insulting to herself. Like, Because right. that also then means Emory couldn't possibly right. love her.
0: But I mean, why can't they it's why true. can't they like them? It's why true. can't they fall in love with mm-hmm. those girls? Yeah. Why do their parents of all people not think, Oh, my daughter could catch a guy like that? Right. That is a very good point. Because if you love your daughters and you're that proud of them and you think they're that amazing, okay, then why couldn't they possibly – why couldn't these, quote, amazing men right. possibly fall in love with Who your wear all wonderful daughters?
1: <laughs> like yeah. points out, they eat weird things and they wear a lot of jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
0: that kind of just – I don't know. That kind of hurt. We should be about the parents with
1: the parents, then, yeah. With the
0: girls, and then it, it made me happy that Layla defended her. But yes. then they kind of tamped down her hopes, and she was kind of like, "Oh yeah, you're right. I'll it's talk like, with no, her. No, don't
1: listen to him. Yeah, don't listen to them. Yes. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Layla. Um, I don't know if you took screenshots of this next scene, but I the did. perfume making. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do it. Okay, yeah, go for it. So now we're back in M's room where she's locked herself in. Yep and of course she's struggling with everything so, so she's, she's thinking in her head while she's trying to create all these perfumes uh-huh from the times she and john well you can tell because they yes. they all have names well they all have the letter c on them yep and then they also have the names of locations and yep. like the hammock, hammock and, by the sea mm-hmm. yep and she's thinking in her head as she's doing this can there be war in love well i guess there can be And it's funny because as she's saying this, we're flashing between her in her room and John at home. Yeah. So he's struggling with stuff. These are all her thoughts. And she says, my battle is with myself. I'm trying to stay away from him and failing to do so. Praying to not see his beautiful eyes looking at me, but suffering when I can't. Mm -hmm. Not being able to make amends with myself, with my own heart. This is the war I'm fighting. I loved a man and there's no one else like him. His voice, his courage, his bluntness... His hands, his eyes, there's no one like him. I have no one without him. It is fine if he wants to start a war with me. If my heart is to be broken, let him be the one to break it. If I'm to be forgotten, let him be the one to forget. Let me have his smell, though, his fascinating smell, which I can never, which I am never able to get a hold of. Now, when she's saying that, she's creating the perfumes. Yes. But at the same time, she's doing that, John finally opens that wish he took off of the tree in yes. episode 10. Uh-huh. And he all he sees, all that M wrote on it was the letter C. Uh-huh. And I he gives this like little kind of sad smile. Yeah. Uh sad and hopeful. Yeah. Because clearly it's just more confirmation that she loves him. Yes. She wants him. So it's yeah, it's a really it's a sad scene. Well, and and I liked again,
0: I I thought that was very poetic and you know it's hearing her emotions Mm -hmm. and kind of her thought process on the whole situation i thought was was really good because um you know uh, until now we've really only seen them and their reaction to each other and them doing the war and everything (laughs) right um but the fact that she's she is kind of obviously she's hurting she's when she says, I love a man, there's no one else like him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, at least can I have his scent.
1: Yeah. You know, if
0: we're going to be at war, if I can't be with him. I want this
1: piece of him. At,
0: yep. At least I need to be able to have this piece of him right. and the memories to kind of carry her through. Yeah. So I really liked that. I thought that was a really
1: sad but also very sweet scene. Yes. And then we touched on this a little bit. We The next morning, it's bright and early. Sanem goes into Layla's room and yes. crawls into bed with her and they have they actually end up wind up having a really good like sister bonding time because yep. Layla actually confess. admits yeah Layla yep. admits her feelings for Emre uh-huh. em admits some of what's happened with John. she doesn't implicate Emre in any of it again because she knows how her sister feels but I love that she basically says like I he, think you
0: can do better than him yeah he he's not good enough you. for you yeah he's Sneaky and – yeah. I mean, she doesn't say a lot, but – No.
1: She just says – you know, she just basically says he – she says something about him. Yeah, you're right. Like being sneaky and having plans or Or whatever. like he's
0: not honest with right. his plans. So, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but – So, yeah. Clearly, she doesn't tell her the
1: whole shebang. But right. they both confess their feelings yep. for the – Brothers. Yep. It was a nice moment. I thought it was a good moment, and that's where we find out about Layla knowing about Osmond's feelings, and that's where I get annoyed with her. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) No. I. (laughs) Mine is just a silly thing because we're back at work the next day. Okay. I bought. Yeah. And I said, Doren's Taylor must have vertigo
1: because
0: (laughs) that shirt that she's wearing. She's like missing a shoulder um, and missing
1: I, a chunk on her chest. It's the weirdest thing. And it's funny because Duran is beautiful. She is. And some of the stuff they put her, sometimes I'm like, dang, she looks good. Like, yeah. And then other times I'm like, what? Yeah. What is she wearing?
0: At least she's not quite into the disco Duren phase. Right. She's We're probably almost there. Mm-hmm. But right now it's
1: just like somebody slipped with their scissors. Yeah. <laughs> or they were sewing in the dark. yeah
0: i don't know yeah sewing by purely by feeling they (laughs) they,
1: they're blindfolded to see what they can come up with and we see poor wrecked jj oh poor jj obviously the secret is eating him alive his (laughs) eyes are like super red he looks so terrible And he – yeah, poor JJ. Yeah. uh, Doren announces the winner, and I love that she brags about the fact that she's the one who chose it. Uh-huh. Little does she uh-huh. know who she And it's she chose. funny because when Doren announces it, uh-huh. John, of course, is looking at Sanem. Yeah. Not because he knows it's her yet, but no. because he's looking at Sanem. But when she reacts, uh-huh. he realizes he figures right it out. then yeah. that that is who Early Bird is. Because he can read her like a book. huh and I love that son is in love. Yep. And basically M is like, you know, all JJ can't call her because right. he's wrecked. So I'll call I'll her. I'll call her for you. Mm-hmm. She like runs around the corner and does her little, victory, little dance. victory dance. <laughs> and let's see. We pan over to a scene really quick where the cops come looking for Muzo. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah muzo yes then
0: they take him away later on and hallelujah and that's why i
1: wanted to mention this i I wouldn't even normally mention muzo because he drives me crazy but i love it because the cops come looking for him because they say he's avoided his military service he kind of fools them but then later on he gets caught and taken away you guys well
0: because he's he's spreading all of his (laughs) His,
1: like (laughs) fake photos yeah
0: there what's the word i'm thinking of like in war there's a lot of uh starts with a P. Well why can't I think of this I'm word? Just, I'm
1: to... Propaganda? Yes, he's there you spreading go. <laughs> his
0: Muzo propaganda <laughs> all over the mall with his stupid face yep. and his headshots and their oh. sign and he he's... keeps saying mu Muzofer Kaya, Muzafar Kaya yes. and hello, you big dummy. There you were just people told the cops t-
1: that's not who you were. Yeah, right. and
0: that he's the son of an uncle or something yeah. weird like that. And obviously they're gonna come back and find you if you're spreading all this all over everywhere. You guys,
1: Muzo's gone. Gone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah! I did think it was funny what he said when as he's leaving, because he said, "Tell Sunem not to wait for me," (laughs) even though she wouldn't wait anyway.
1: I mean, at least he's not completely delusional. (laughs) Yeah exactly so that's all for muzo yeah we just had to mention it because he gets taken away and yep. it's a happy moment for it's all of us it's a happy
0: moment everybody
1: then let's celebrated. See. um sanem overhears here is and john chit-chatting in his office and talking about their plans to get a drink later yeah um just as co-workers i mean obviously we know Duran has a thing for him but right you know they're just going but of course sanem is jealous mm-hmm. and and then j uh john basically is Cause
0: Sunem comes in. Mm-hmm. Is does she come in with chai or does yes, she, have she to... comes in to bring okay tea to him? Okay, so she comes in with chai and tells them that she can't get a hold of Early Kush. Bird, or, uh-huh. or Kush. or or Urkenji can't come. Yeah, she lives too far away in Konya. Is sure. what she says. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think she just makes it up on the spot. Uh-huh. But so, John, like, John basically says, minute. "I'm. I'll call her. Uh-huh. Then I'll call her." So. Then she sneaks out and calls him. No, she
1: doesn't want. I'm not allowed to give her phone number
0: out. I'll have her call you. Yes. So then she's hiding (laughs) and calls him and puts on her
1: little weird voice. But when he answers, I love that he goes, "Hello, blocked number." Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) oh, who could this possibly (laughs) be? (laughs) Hello, blocked number. What do you have to say? (laughs) And she's like, um, I have a sore throat. (laughs) It's like so ridiculous. She's like hiding behind a cupboard <laughs> yeah. 10 feet away um, from him. This is this is our, <laughs> our Kenchiku. <story. laughs> and, <then laughs> and he's like, "Oh, what's the what's, what's the license plate number license plate? in Konya?" Uh-huh. Which JJ just told her, so she had been listening. Yes, I she thought of was. She could have said too. she could have said 42. Listen to your friend. He spewed that off in he a useless did. rant. And you could have known You could have what known. it was. And he, I think he even asked her, like, what's the area code? What's the area code? What's the license plate numbers? And, and she's like, Oh, I don't I don't just drive. Can't. I and I'm not actually from here. I moved here because I, I ran away. I ran away. And he's like, he's like, Oh, well, you realize you can't always run away from things, right? Like, cause he totally knows it's her. I just oh, loved it. It's so and good. He ends up walking over to where Sanem is and he's like looks at her and he says okay early bird be in my office in 10 minutes Uh and hangs up the phone and And so good Uh so um yeah i put
0: haha arkenji kush calls john and he's no dummy then because of he's a smart man he he goes and tells ghoulies our office gossip yeah who
1: arkenji kush really is Mm -hmm. and then he's like spread the word (laughs) and boy does she and everybody (laughs) applauses and i love it because as much as it was like a dig to sanem when Duren finds out yeah she can't even like backpedal it because uh-huh. she bragged so much about how she was the one who picked that story yep and M's like yes Duren it means Duren Hanim it means so much more to me to know that you're the one who chose it <laughs> like it's just so good it's so good and Layla is so happy for her yeah she's so proud of her sister she is she is I, so I do that love was, that yeah we're getting more happy sister moments between we the are two of them than like conflict
0: yes which is really nice and then J.J. flips out and JJ flip he, tea, he yep. is in the hospital
1: They've and he's him on
0: serum. With with a
1: tranquil, <laughs> with tranquilizer in yeah. it. And he's I, like, I want to live like this forever. This feels great. I thought it was so funny when he woke up mm-hmm.
0: and he's like, oh, I, hon, And because she stands up to kind of fix his pillow. Right. And he says, "Will you choke me with a pillow like <laughs> in the movies. And that's how I'll die like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he totally acts it out. <laughs> jj oh my gosh <laughs> he's the best in this episode oh man Ooh. that is i think we get these comedic moments because what follows this is kind of a, a big moment uh-huh you know when john and Sonheim are back in his office because you know he said meet me in my office yeah. 10 minutes later and did you get this because i didn't screenshot it did. okay I talk did. about this because this feels like a, it's a big scene because he's saying so many Things to her, not just about the two of them. He's given her the cold, hard truth, mm-hmm. is what he's doing.
0: Yeah. Yep. So she tells him, "I don't want to do the project. Mm-hmm. I use someone else's." Or I'm, I'm basically, I'll I'm sign giving the it to you. you. I'll mm-hmm. sign the rights to you. And he says, "But you can't. You have to be the one who's deciding everything on this project." Then she says, "Well, then I'm taking back the project to someone someone else's." Mm-hmm. And oh, this is. Brutal, but yes. really good. Yes. He says, then you don't have to be working here as well. And Sanem gets upset. And she s- says, why are you acting like this? Why are you so cold towards me? Sanem, I'm talking to you as your boss now. If you can reject an offer like this when you can instead work on it, then it means I don't need you on my team. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you don't need me. So he says, yes, you're running from any anything that can enrich your life for yes. you. You get bored. You stop writing your novel. Your scenario gets chosen between thousands of people. You choose not to do it. What do you want then? Making tea? Copying paper? That's what you want in this life? And and she is just feeling rebellious because obviously he's hit a nerve. He's hit a nerve, right. And she says, I, yes, I want to make tea and copy paper. So he says, fine. Then go and find another job for yourself. I don't want a person who just wastes every single thing that comes to her in life mm-hmm. on my team. I can find somebody else to copy papers in one day anyway. Yeah. So she says, fine, that's it then. Have a good day, John Bay. And he says, good day. And she runs away and we see her on the street ready to quit.
1: Yep. Yeah. And that, like I said, that was such a big moment. Because he's not just accusing – he's not doing this to be petty like you're running from me. He's basically saying – yeah you're running from me but you're but running you're running from, running from your ambitions
0: you're running from
1: yeah everything that will
0: enrich your life right. like he said anything yeah she like wants to be stuck in
1: mm-hmm. where she's at and yeah and he's, he's like are you really that. happy
0: with that mm-hmm. that's what you want out of your life son m yep except she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't run away I love it. this there were some really good growth moments in this episode, and yes. this was definitely one of them. I agree. For spe- M specifically. When she knocks on the door. I feel like walks. 12 was a lot of growth with John, yeah. or at least him- Emotionally. Or or us seeing that growth. Yes. Maybe it had, I think it had already been happening. Right. But kind of the culmination of that mm-hmm. growth and us seeing him, like you said, emotionally, but with Sanem, we're seeing uh, some growth in this episode
1: for her. Right stepping out of her comfort zone yeah yeah yep because she winds up knocking on the door she gets the john Devitt music and the door opens and i love it because his looks and he looks down i wrote it down i put because he kind of has to hide his smile he has to hide his smile because she you know he she came back and maybe part of him wasn't expecting i think he knew he was taking a risk in saying what he did to her in his office. Oh, yeah. Because she always runs away. So he knew very well that that could just send her running. Yep. Or it could kind of wake up and kick – Yeah, and kick her butt into gear instead. Yep. Right. And so I think he's kind of satisfied with himself that, yeah. like, he kind of lit that fire in her. He but sees He sees her and he looks uh-huh, down. Uh-huh.
0: Kind of smiles. But he can't let her see it. Uh-huh. And then we get to see Sanem being –
1: not boss, but, like – Right. She is – it's her idea. Right. She, she sits, sits down. She's part of she, the meeting. She, she is, takes charge easily uh-huh. once she's in that seat. Like, and John saw that in her. Yeah. Not just because he's in love with her. Not because he, – he saw her talents and her abilities before, you know, he was in love with her. Yeah. And so I love that he's wanting to push that out of her too. And, yeah. Yeah. So. And
0: he asks her, are you ready? And I – just thought that was a really good little addition uh-huh. because it's very much a double meaning. Uh-huh. Are, like, basically, are you ready? Question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to not just start the meeting? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to move on with your life, to enrich your life, to not to stop running away from things? Right. And she says, yes, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And she does it.
1: And then we get the whole montage and it looks like, yeah, that she's having a great time taking mm-hmm. charge. People are liking her ideas. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. And then it comes time to what? Location scout?
0: um oh jj comes back and then eileen does her little stupid thing
1: yes um yeah she gets her she sneaks into a consulting job yeah and then we. And
0: nobody's happy about that which even emre is like what's your deal here because
1: again he has asked her yeah please include me in anything you know in regards to something that's gonna affect us yeah and she hasn't yet again yep and we get our cute little flashover to the moment I talked about earlier with Osman and Mevkabe and Nihat. Yes. When he's paying them for their portion and she like cries and she calls him her golden boy and like, oh, it's so sweet. I yeah. love, I just love their relationship. Mm-hmm. So I had to mention that again.
0: Um, oh, then we get I what I thought was the swooniest moment in the episode in the, the fake, Yes. The archive room fake out. Yes. I oh took screenshots. God. Did of you? That's okay. That's why I okay. almost
1: skipped over it and I was like, wait oh. a minute. No, something big no. happens. That was so hot <laughs> For, oh yeah so first i love it is definitely the swooniest moment oh, of the entire man. episode yeah so i do love Doren's little freak out before about eileen coming yeah. and she co- cries about all the therapy she had to go through and everything yeah. and emery's like okay john i'm gonna leave you to handle this you're the boss <laughs> <laughs> anyways i just that's funny so right after that mm-hmm. synem's working in the ar- archive room And – or John's down there looking at stuff, and she goes down there for whatever reason. Yeah. She
0: walks in and doesn't realize he's there.
1: Yes. Turns around and sees him. And again, he's not acknowledging her. He's just looking at the folders. Yep. And she walks up behind him and starts to talk to him and says, you were right about what you said. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I do want to be an author. I really want to. But I am not confident with myself. And John said, you will reach great places if you have some confidence. We've already talked about this. Mm -hmm. And she says, why aren't you looking at me? And he turns around and says, do you have something to say? And she says, no. And she goes, please don't stand aloof from me. And he goes, aloof from you? Okay. Is this close enough? And he takes like a step closer. And she says, no. And he walks a little closer and goes, this? And she says, why are you coming closer to me slowly? I don't get it. <laughs> and he goes, what exactly do you want from me? a normal friendship between a boss and a worker that's what you said before right yeah and she says yes i mean yes but not not too far but not this close so i think she means like i don't want you to be this aloof but i also don't want you to this be close to me in either. my face uh-huh. like this and he says but you don't find me attractive anyway so i suppose this won't affect you right <laughs> i love it and she says it won't and then he kind of like turns looks away And then he swoops in like (laughs) centimeters away from her mouth. And he says, if I kiss you right now, would you let me? (laughs) And then she closes her eyes and he kind of looks, now she can't see him. She's waiting for the kiss. And he looks and quirks a little smile because again, he knows, he knows how she feels. And I love it. He goes, he leans in close and he goes, Sanem Aydin. Don't start a war that you'll lose for sure. Yeah. Puts the folder back and walks out. <laughs> and she goes after he leaves. Wait, what? <laughs> she goes, was this a trick? Ah, oh, son M. Ah, oh, like I should have seen that coming. She goes, how can you believe this? This, this is a shooting war now. Bravo. Uh, he's, he's working his wiles on her. He is. And she goes. He is playing like a cat with a mouse. He will win this hot war with cold blood. <laughs> How
0: fitting. Oh, my god! Oh, yeah.
1: That moment. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone was fanning themselves. Everybody was fanning themselves.
0: (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. (sighs) So, yes. Now we're on to the location scouting. Now location scouting. And uh, it was supposed to be Sanem with some other guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And she... Charges into John's uh-huh. office and says, I'll go with you or I won't go at all. Well, because he played the whole contract thing to her. Like, it's your idea. The contract says you have to be in charge of it. Uh-huh. So now she uses that back on him and says, well, the contract says that the winner scouts locations with you. So I'm you're the one that's going yep. or I'm not going. And he's like, oh, you're right. Okay, you're going to play it like this. Yeah. And they go location scouting. Yeah. Where, of course, she's procrastinating. She's prolonging it. This yeah. one's not cute enough. This doesn't have what I'm looking for. Yeah. They're spending more time together yeah and he finally realizes oh i know the neighborhood that will have everything you're looking for well
0: oh i'm surprised you weren't talking about oh, go ahead. the truck moment when they're oh, in the, the truck, truck
1: sunglasses yes <laughs> oh, because
0: right. oh in he, the song yeah right. so have we heard that song before no and okay i
1: did write it down i did get the lyrics okay because it's another con song yes it is and because she's messing with the she needs to be distracted from her feelings floating around the truck well
0: yeah because they're driving together mm-hmm. and John's like oh my sunglasses and he re- reaches over to into the glove compartment mm-hmm. and and she is obviously flustered because and can't handle it so
1: close to her well
0: and I put that truck is too small for those thighs and that song
1: uh-huh. <laughs> ain't that the
0: true because he's sitting there and his leg is propped up uh-huh. and I'm like Woo girl kit oh <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that i don't know and i'm not like oh thighs but no, for some reason but in that shot uh-huh. and Jumbe being right there and wowza i know so uh can't blame a girl for for being flustered mm-hmm. and saying
1: that it's too hot outside uh-huh. <laughs> oh so she's like rolling down the windows she's mm-hmm. looking for a song but she's messing with the dial like every two seconds and yeah she's just trying to keep herself busy yeah she's too jacked up to deal with and he's like chill out moves her hand and is like i'll find a good song Uh for you and then the song that starts playing is by the same artist that played during the love confession last week yep and the song is called la laic and it means worthy of someone else Mm. and the lyrics are not very many so it says i cry i laugh i have become more beautiful to see your face I have paid a lot on this road, and I, I come up to separate sadness. They cannot stay without placing stones in our path. They see you and me worthy of someone else. They're not telling us the truth, my love. Sometimes I am sometimes I am open, sometimes I am closed. Even if there are many words to say, I don't talk. I remain silent. If I laugh, it's not with happiness. I'm living in a dream to just hold your hand. And he says, "Um, if I lie down on the pavement in the rain of fall, if you crush me and walk over me, I will not get offended. They cannot stay without placing stones in our path. They see you and me worthy of someone else. They're not telling us the truth. Hmm. So it basically sounds like, you know, it's a song for these two people just can't seem to come together. Yeah. They're dreaming about being with one another, but there's all these stones in their path keeping them from getting to one another. Mm -hmm. So clearly a very telling song for the situation. Yep. And... Yeah, even that shows on Sun M's face as the song is playing. Like, you can tell she's listening to the lyrics. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, so yeah. that was a that was a good moment. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I can't believe I skipped over it. <laughs> so, yeah, then they end up in the Mahal, right,
1: and they right in end front up of at Sunem's house because <laughs> he's like, "Look, it. This neighborhood has everything you're looking for." And he's like, "Why don't we just knock on this random door, even yeah. though he knows it's Sunem's?" Rings the doorbell, and Mevkebe is thrilled to uh-huh. see him. Of course, invites
0: him right in, makes tea. Yep, they're drinking chai. He asked her to mini cater for the
1: commercial shoot. Yep. And then he charms his way into seeing Sanem's room. Because uh-huh. he's like, yeah, you know, there's going to be sisters in the shoot. Like, we need bedrooms. And she's like, oh, use the girls' bedrooms. And he's like, may I see these bedrooms? And she's like, sure. <laughs> and Sanem's like, what the heck, mom? Uh-huh. Like, you're, not even, you you're even just going to let room them. Was
0: available. Exactly. Exactly. So they end up in her room mm-hmm. and it's actually kind of it ends up being a sad scene mm-hmm. because John is happy to see her room. Right. He sees the albatross posted He sees the
1: book that they both read. Uh-huh. He, he sees, sees all of these things. Mm-hmm. He sees the perfume right as he's about to walk out. Well, cuz before he even sees that, remember he's like he sees that she's writing again cuz uh-huh. her novel and he's like, "You know what? I think we shouldn't disturb this room. It yeah. should just stay how it is. It's beautiful how it is." Yeah. And then his eye is caught
0: uh-huh. on the perfumes on his way out. And then he presents he, I don't remember what he specific. Do what does he say when he
1: presents her with her little wish? Well, he he. First of all, he's like, hmm, John, huh? And he reads the locations of the perfume. Or C J J, yeah. And he reads the locations of the perfumes because uh-huh. he clearly knows. He says, oh, J J uh-huh. J J. Seaside hammock, like he uh-huh. understands. And she goes, Oh, that's for my aunt Javidon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't find her scent, so I write these to remember. And he goes, Aunt Javidon. She goes, uh-huh, Aunt Javidon. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I also have an Aunt Javidon. I found it on the wishing tree. You can mm. keep it. And he hands her her paper that has the same letter C okay. as the perfumes. And she looks at him and she goes, she's ticked off. You are so arrogant yeah. and rude. You took my wish off of the tree. Uh-huh. And he says, Am I rude? You really think I'm rude? Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. He goes, you should think about your actions then. She says, I don't want to. I don't want to think about anything anymore. Enough. (sighs) And he says, I think so, Sonem. You're right. It is enough. This is my fault. Maybe I'm trying to find different meanings in your actions, but maybe you are right. Mm -hmm. You don't love me at all because this can't be love. (sighs) A person wouldn't play with the guy she loves. She wouldn't run from him all the time. She wouldn't hurt him. Whatever this thing between us is, it's nonsense. And she says, "John," and, and she goes, realizes she has she's broken him. Yeah. And he says, "You can feel relieved now. I don't believe you love me anymore." And he turns to walk away. And right before he walks out of her room, he looks at her and says, "Congratulations, son M. You just won the war." Oh, twist the knife. And he walks out without saying another word. She keeps calling after him, chasing yeah. after him. She even she doesn't to say anything until she blocks his until way. She blocks the door, and he says, "Can you please move away?" And she says, "John, don't leave like this." And he says, "Son, M, move away, please." And she does move away. He gets in his truck. She's still calling after him. Yeah. And he just drives off. Mm-hmm. And honestly, who can blame him? Yeah. Like he just saw all this evidence of yeah very her clear love evidence. For him, yeah. And then the fact that she's making perfumes that remind her of the times she spent with him, and yeah. she can't even admit it. Right. So I mean, who
0: who wouldn't that? hurt and break and and kind of make them finally say fine forget Mm -hmm. it you win right i'm let's stop this whole charade i'm gonna finally leave you alone because clearly you don't love me if this is how you're gonna be treating me well
1: and i love how he tells her he doesn't just call the war off he makes it clear that you've won Mm -hmm. you got what you wanted Mm -hmm. it took that for her to realize that's not really what she wanted she wanted to win but now that she's won the war she doesn't. She doesn't want want it because yeah. she's now. It's like, well, you're trying to avoid hurting him, but you're but you're just hurting him you're more just by doing him that. More.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So John and Duren go and have a drink, <gasps> and he's just kind of. I mean, they they have a nice time, but she they can do. kind of tell that he's out of it a little bit. Yeah, and, we get a little bit um, more of
1: her backstory and how she came to work at the company. Yes. And you know she how Aziz be,
0: gave her a chance. Yeah, she's and,
1: a little more human to us now. Exactly.
0: Exactly. But he's like,
1: yeah, I, I just kind of want to go home. And yeah. they – Do you I, mind if we call it a night? Mm-hmm. Let's let's plan to get another drink. I do want to do this again, but –
0: Yeah, because yeah. he had been promising to take her out for a drink for a while. Right. Ever since he came back. Right. Because she wanted to catch up. Obviously, she's really – she actually likes him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's like, oh, you know, we're old pals. We're we colleagues, can, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can go for a drink. And I did not realize that the final scene in this episode, I thought – it happened in fourteen.
1: It's the beginning of fourteen. It mm-hmm.
0: it is, and but, but for some it reason, started here. Yeah, I thought we had like another episode before this happened. Oh. So when I saw
1: her in that white dress, I was like, "Oh, <gasps> it's about to happen! Oh my gosh!" Uh-huh. I got so excited. Well, you re- and I picked up on this this time around watching because again, thirteen is one I've watched several times. Uh-huh. Is that before she's on the coast crying about the whole situation? She's actually trying to write. In yes. her novel, but yeah. she the words aren't coming to her. Yeah. And so then she winds up on the coast just crying about everything. Yeah, And, yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't realize she was attempting to write and she couldn't. Like, yep. this whole situation is just weighing on her. Right. And – I mean, that last interaction with John, how could that not – Right. – kind of ruin you yeah. when the man you love says that to you? And here you were thinking you're sparing him from this big heartbreak exactly. Of your um, lies and deceit. Yeah. But you're really just hurting him more. But you're just hurting him more by now, yeah. also lying about the fact that you don't love him. Yep.
0: Yeah. Mm. So, John heads home and he opens the door and comes in and… He looks out of the sliding glass door.
1: And Sanem is waiting for him. Sitting on the grass. Her back's facing him, so she hasn't seen him yet. Yeah. And I love it because he kind of stands <sighs> there stunned for a second. Yeah. And then kind of he and does he that sweet, quirky, quirky smile of his. Yeah walks out uh-huh and although this was kind of funny because uh-huh. he sits down with her well yeah and he takes forever to do that it's almost like he's still like is this real yeah right, well he sl- had a dream right huh he slowly walks to her he uh-huh. sits down and, and do you have do you have the screen i do okay. and he asks her did you wait for long <laughs> i like this that she shakes funny. her head no she
0: shakes her head no and says about four
1: hours I- but what is time when you're in love? Good point. Good, good point. point. I guess that's more romantic. It what is, I was thinking. Just four hours. Because, that's a long it, time. It is
0: four hours. But <laughs> like hours. I mean, hours- I would wait four hours right. if I were waiting to... Can declare my your, love uh, to huh? my husband yep. i would totally have done that but it, i just thought that was funny I do too. It's that the re- writers were like about four hours <laughs> but not that long <laughs> it wasn't an hour it wasn't half an hour four, four hours, hours. <laughs> <laughs> so uh john says welcome she says thanks so he says well is there something you want to say and she says, yes. Finally. And you, and you finally. can kind of tell she's she's really geared herself up for this. And yeah. she's gathered all of her courage. And she asks him, but do you really want to hear it? And he says, maybe you won't believe this, but I've seen this exact moment before in a dream. So I'm not quite sure that I do want to hear right, it. Right. Because
1: if you guys remember in the dream, mm-hmm. he – keeps asking her why she doesn't want him and she's like because i don't love you and i yeah. don't fit. like it's a harsh dream it's very sad it's so sad because she yeah. just keeps rejecting him in the yeah. dream so yeah anyhow
0: so he hugs her and the same as he does in the dream he says why don't you want me actually she hugs him she hugs him this time. which is great mm-hmm. because yeah she initiates the contact, initiates
1: the contact yeah. and
0: i love it i thought the the acting was so great because Mm -hmm. you see it in her in her face she's making the decision and she's like i'm gonna hug i just have to do it i'm just gonna do it yep and she says so he says why don't you want me and she says because i love you and he kind of pulls back Mm -hmm. to look at her and he asks why do you keep running from me she says because i love you Mm -hmm. why why don't you want to be together and she says, "I love you too much, actually, I love you even more than myself." And it's funny
1: because well, funny's not the right word, but she's telling the truth, uh-huh. those are all the reasons why yeah. she doesn't want to be with him, why yeah. she keeps rejecting him, why she keeps running away from him, yeah, because she loves him so much, uh-huh. that she doesn't want to hurt him, yeah, but clearly she's realized. That's going to happen no matter what she does. Yeah. So the least she can do is be truthful about yeah,
0: and, and her feelings for Maybe him. even have a little bit of happiness yeah. for a while.
1: Yep. Yeah. Because she's finally, yes, she tells him. And I mean, he was, <laughs> Is it's a super sweet romantic moment. Yeah. You know, because it ends right there with them. They're like leaning towards each other and then yes. it ends right before what you hope is a kiss. Yes. And, but it's funny because I'm like, well... Funnily enough, though, he was right at the beginning of the episode when he said, you're going to realize you love me and you're going to come crawling back to me and telling me that. Yep. And I just love how that – I love how it played out. Yeah. It, it's, it's good. Yeah. And that it was a retelling of his dream, but in real life. Uh-huh.
0: And again, we're seeing – a trend of big things happening between them when uh-huh. they wear white yep. or when she, they're both wearing white in this situation. But yeah, she's in another white dress yep. and it's like big things, new beginnings kind of a thing. Yep. So I i love that symbolism that we get in the show. Yes. I really enjoy that. Me too. Um, yeah, so it was a good episode. It there really were was. a lot of really funny moments, and oh my gosh, yeah, uh, but also kind of some of those intense heartbreaking and, and intense moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when John is just being straight up honest with her, and it's hard for her to hear, but then she reacts,
1: right, and she does something about it, which yeah. I really love. Again, just like her showing up to the meeting to enrich her work life yeah she showed up for john yeah she's en- not running away no right more. to enrich another part of her life so yeah, yeah. it was a good episode a good one, <laughs> a good one. so so i want to hear your thoughts about the episode yeah oh you question you of the week, week
0: i do okay because it's such a difficult situation mm-hmm. i want to know what people think about john's reaction to Metin. do they think that he is justified do they think he is way overreacting and he needs to just calm the heck down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I want to know what people think of how John dealt with the Mettin situation yeah. with his mom. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I feel like there are so many different ways to look at the situation. Right. That I would And different like.
1: personalities and uh-huh. people are going to see different and, sides of things.
0: And especially based on... What you yourself have dealt with in your own life. Right. Like that can totally alter your perspective of a situation like this. Yeah. Because it's a pretty gray area in some senses. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: uh,
0: that's it for this week. Find us on
1: social media, Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Dizzy for Dizzy. Yep. Uh, you can email us dizzy4dzpodcast Dizzy at gmail dot com. We have mm-hmm. a Facebook page. If you just search at dizzy4dz, Dizzy, the yep. page will pop up. Thank what you else? to yeah. everybody
0: who has reviewed and yes. rated us Thank on you iTunes. Guys. We, we appreciate really appreciate it. 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 We read them.
1: We read all of them. We, do. we love it. So and you, it helps
0: uh, people to find
1: our little podcast. Yeah, it, it so. helps boost the podcast. Like under whatever sub you know we have it under tv i think and mm-hmm. comedy or something so yeah if you yeah. guys take the time to leave reviews we super appreciate it. it helps people find the podcast better thank you to all of our twitter and inter- users and inter- yes, interactions. all our like, new early
0: birds man we you love guys are you. awesome yep so yep that's it for now and um I'll until be back. next week be back next week with 14 that's right bye. go to shoes bye